Hello, everyone. It's another Puppet Podcast. So, yeah, I'm happy to see you. It's the afternoon. It's Friday. So, we are all around with this fall happening. It's pretty sunny outside in Montreal. And, uh, yeah, I hope everyone have a good time. You're safe and uh, you, you have fun watching about puppetry. So, yeah, before we go into the interview, I always like to talk about our workshop that we do and our Patreon. So, yeah, for the one who don't know me, I'm Caroline. I do the Puppet Podcast with my boyfriend, Eli. And we have put together this wonderful workshop about how to learn a way, a simple way, to live stream your puppet show to clients. So, this is with Tom Knight. And it will be on November 7 at 1 p.m. So it will be awesome to just talk about how to stream online, how it works, how we can sell a puppet show virtually, and actually have technical aspect about it. So this is our new uh, workshop coming for November. So yeah, you can have a look on our Patreon. This is part of our Patreon page. So feel free, it's in the link. And uh, yeah, have a look to this. So everyone, today I'm in Montreal and I interview someone who lives pretty far from me, but as we cannot go to each other's studio right now, we will just do this by the web, by the streaming world. And it's funny because we realize we both speak French, but we will do this interview in English because we announce it in English. and. It's cool because you will learn that Montreal is bilingual. It's a bilingual city, and most of the people who live here are bilingual. So, everyone, the man that I interview tonight is uh, the guy behind Diabolo Puppets. And it's amazing because you maybe have seen on the podcast, I have a puppet, and it's kind of like the logo of the podcast. And it's actually his puppet. And I realized he was the builder behind, like, pretty recently. And I was so happy to realize also that he's close of my area. He lived just, like, maybe less than 45 minutes by car. So please welcome everyone in the screen, Mr. Stephen Barclay. Yeah! Oh no, it's true. I'm not having trouble with my puppet. Well, there it is. You need to practice. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Stephen. Welcome to the Puppet Podcast. Hello. I'm glad to be here. Yes. Thank you. So I'm really happy that we, we get the chance to meet live. It's so funny because we didn't talk so much and it's good to discover your talent online. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I want you to um, put the table by maybe presenting yourself and your path through puppetry. Maybe you can do that for the My one path. who's watching. Yeah, your yes, yes. way, how you fall into puppetry. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I started making puppets when I was uh, around like 12 or 13 with my brother. And we were making... Uh, we always made, uh, we made like little puppet shows and stuff from seeing the Muppets. And uh, then I stopped. I went to fine arts and, 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 and learned, you know, to be an artist, painter. Oh. And, but I never, I didn't do it. I ended up working at an engineer's office as a draftsperson. 
Ah. And uh, eventually they, they let me go. <laughs> and then while I was on, uh, on UI, EI, Assurance Chômage, I, uh, yeah. I started uh, selling puppets uh, to a store in Old Montreal. And uh, the, the Sound des Marionettes, I don't know if that influenced you in your life. No. <laughs> Not anyway, really, but. No, okay. They had full of puppets there and they wanted some Sesame Street knockoffs. Oh. So I was making uh, big birds and cookie monsters and all sorts of like ripoff puppets for like, uh, I would sew them up for about like three or four dollars each. <laughs> Whoa. And uh, anyway, eventually I started making my own puppets and, uh, and that's it. I started uh, my business. Yes. That. That's my, so great to, have, my, to put the business word on this. Yeah, yeah. So I was, it was craft shows. And I went and saw uh, uh, the the festival just pour rire, and yeah. I made uh, I made their I went and saw them with a puppet that I made, and uh, said, "Hey, do you want them?" Well, this is not the one that I made because he's he's wearing a little uh, kippa, and uh -huh. uh, <laughs> it was for a, a, his bar mitzvah, his 13 year anniversary. But anyway, yeah. I started making puppets for the festival just pour rire, for merchandise and stuff, and I made uh, yeah many many <laughs> yes when, because it's kind of a, uh, you sell a lot like you sell uh, all over canada and you have stores so it's kind of a, a a drill to do it like really fast and yeah well i do it it's more like uh i'm like a manufacturer of like uh, clothing almost you know well it's, yeah. it's not as romantic but it's uh you know i make a pattern and i'll cut out really a lot of thicknesses with my cutting machine Yeah. And uh, and then I'll and then so I could cut out like you know five six hundred or a thousand at a time, and then <sighs> and then and then just do piecework. So an arm, an arm, an arm, an arm, an arm. Do like the two days of arms, and then you do two days of uh, you know <laughs> putting them on. Anyway. It's so cool, and you actually uh, do. I've done some puppets for people and colleagues, and I've also Sam that was part of the show last week. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he has this guy here. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> It's a, I'm actually just making him now, so I don't know. I can't show it, but this this bucket here is full of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh. it's full of him. Not done yet. Yeah. Anyway, this. Yeah. That's that's really cool, and I always like to ask the crush. Like, do you have a specific moment? where you could say this was a, the crush for puppetry for me well we we all i always loved puppets and uh we saw puppets on tv you know it was uh, on cbc like uh, mr dress up and the friendly giant and we used to love looking at puppets and uh once in a while we would see the muppets like appear on the ed sullivan show it was before the muppet show and before canada bought sesame street Yeah. So, um, so uh, before the CD, it played on the CDC. So we, uh, I'm getting mixed up in my words. So <laughs> I, uh, so anyway, the, so we'd see it once in a while. But then the first time we saw the Muppet Show, that was not the Muppet Show, but Sesame Street. Yeah. Uh, we said, "Wow, I, I, I want to make one of those." You know. So we, yeah. uh, we tried to make. Uh, me and my brother tried to make Muppets as much as we could, trying to figure out how they're made. You know, and it was really hard. 
because uh, uh, all we had was a picture. I was going to take it down. A picture from uh, the TV Times, which is okay. like the TV Abdo, the TV guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and they had a picture of the Muppets, and we were trying to figure out what is that? Is that foam? Is that fur? Where's the stitch mark? And we were trying to figure it out. And with the years, uh, we we tried to figure it out. And yeah, no yeah. internet. We finally yeah. figured it out. Then the Muppet Show came along, and uh, yeah, yeah, we, we got better at it. Here's my first puppet. Oh wow, the first! Uh, I didn't make it. It's an oven mitt. So it's <laughs> my mother's oven mitt, and we said, "Hey, this is a puppet." So then this was our puppet. We took her oven mitt, and I still have it. Oh yeah, it's historical moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's my. Uh, I don't know. Great. So it yeah, a Muppet love. Yeah, <laughs> like many of your uh, your yeah. viewers. Yeah, a lot of people are influenced by Jim Henson and his crew. And we have some who are watching and say that Stephen Barclay is fantastic. So <laughs> you have a good comment right there. Yes. Sam and, uh, is very it, good too. For it's amazing that you just started puppetry and he's uh, that good at uh, yes. that intuitive with the uh, showing. Yeah. It. Learning so, uh, fast. And people, <laughs> if you have any question for Stephen during the interview or you want to write to us where you are right now from where you're watching, it's always really interesting okay. to read that. So. Okay. Away, mama. Mama, the French accent. Away, mama. I, I want. I have also building question, but I want to have your definition of a puppet as a builder. Maybe you have something yeah. special to add on. As a builder. Yeah. What is a puppet? Yeah. Well, uh, we we used anything. You know, when I was a puppet, it was a teddy bear. It was whatever you could manipulate. Mm -hmm. I think uh, the definition should be: it's uh, something to help you tell a story better. You know, yeah. so you need it for storytelling, you know, like a, like the caveman along around the fire would like, you know, pick up a rock or yeah. shadows, you know, saying, oh, there was the buffalo and I killed it. <laughs> yeah. And it just makes the story that much better. Yes. To, to demonstrate. A, to have, uh, yeah, to so, bring life to uh, an object and, and use it as a, uh, as a symbol or a. Totally. Shadow puppetry, <laughs> drawing on, well, not drawing on caves, but, uh, you know, sticks yes. and marionettes. Yeah. yeah, this is the ancestor of our <laughs> art. This is so cool. But for building, I'll yeah, continue. For I, building. I, when I was looking for a puppet as a kid, and we were puppet crazy and toy crazy, we, uh, you know, I'd go in every toy store and check it out. I had a, we, We'd see uh, things like uh, the Ernie and Bert plastic head puppets. You know, they have a plastic uh -huh. head that doesn't move. I was going to pull that one down too, but I didn't. So they were really tough to move and they weren't good. It was like yeah. uh, you'd put your hand in there and it would hurt and you couldn't open his mouth right, you know, and it, it, it just, and then I saw stuffed toy puppets and I didn't like them. So I, I felt that puppets had to be uh, empty, you know, it's so easy yeah. to make a good puppet. You know, and it just, you know, you can manipulate it. You know? Yeah. So it's, uh, so that, that, my, my search for a good puppet was always, uh, yeah. it's always existed. <laughs> yeah. To search and, and to find make a, a good puppet that's easy to manipulate, that works well. 
Yes, and all yeah. the subtlety of the the fabric and mm -hmm. it's really key. Yeah. And and it has why? To work. Yeah, go. Oh, sorry. It, it has, has to, to work. work. Yeah, instead of being like a stuffed toy with a hole in it, you know. Yeah. That's all rambouré and you can't move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I it's love this word. <laughs> English people who are watching rambouré. <laughs> Stuffed, stuffy. stuffed, stuffy stuff. Okay, that's yeah. it. Need to relax. <laughs> Take your. It's five o'clock, so I'm not. Yeah, it's, it's the, the, the break time, and and I want to know um, why do you think you cherish this art form? I I I love uh, I love fantasy, I love I love special effects and. Uh, And, and animation, and I think they all go together, you know, and that the puppetry is also uh, a way to, to, to do special effects, but in a very real uh, down-to-earth way. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so that's why I cherish it. I think I'm answering like uh, Donald Trump there with, with uh, <laughs> any which way I feel like it. And you can be silly with puppets too. You know, yeah. You know, <laughs> Do What's I have something on my head? <laughs> yeah, you have a, I think a fly right there. <laughs> Where I can't even find the camera. There yeah. it is. Oh. Yeah, it's monitor. It's, it's, it's weird. <laughs> that was a Yeah, I want to know. Um, I want to know also, as, as also your selling puppet, I'm curious about your opinion. If you feel our art is in an ascension, getting more popular or less like how you feel about that i think well for sure it's it's more popular i don't know i during this covid time yeah my my internet sales have tenfold i'm getting like 10 times more sales than i did before wow okay so, this is so luckily for me covid is a really good thing <laughs> Yeah, word, but uh, right. yeah, it's and I think people are enjoying, you know, they're spending times with their family and stuff and they want to, yeah. you know, and, and they're looking for more uh, toys and things for the kids to do. That's not like sitting in front of a computer. And I think that the puppetry is, is a very, very good thing for that. Yes. And that's good and to, to know that, to know that you sell more. So it's hope for us for puppeteers <laughs> yeah a lot yeah. of people are buying them for i'm in hearing everybody's asking me can i use it on uh, my youtube channel can i use it on my youtube so i you know yeah i say, how I you... say, I say yes i say yes yeah <laughs> you you that the rights you know because sometimes puppeteers are really are i don't know i'm kind of also curious about that if you create the puppet, I... the rights how to to handle well this. I keep my rights, you know, but I, yeah. but I, I, you know, they could, they could try to make money at it. <laughs> they uh -huh. could try, they could try to do stuff. I'm fine with that and let them, let everybody use the puppets for free. I just asked them to mention my name, you know, mention yeah. my, my Diablo puppets there just to, but uh, yeah. yeah, writing, a, um, writing a contract for the rights. That's a whole other business. Yeah. It's uh, rather complicated, and uh, yeah, some people want to have that, and I keep saying, "Well, you know, no, <laughs> I don't, 
I, I'm because not a they lawyer. want to buy the the like the the puppet design, so no other puppet like this could exist. You feel or yeah, or they want to buy it so that if ever so they could own the rights to it, the visual rights and everything, oh, and yeah. forever. It's kind of it's kind of shaky because then you say, oh well, what if it becomes you know. Yeah. the next uh, you know the, the next, next kermit. kermit or something and i got you know i got my 25 dollars <laughs> you know then i would yeah. be, be sad about it but it, it's really i think a philosophy about about rights and art and and but it, it's kind of cool to have all the vision and all that like you build and you make it accessible i feel like your your puppet people could could buy some some people yes. are really expensive but you are more family yes. proof and really yeah cute that was my original uh, job that i got at the puppet center the uh, the, the the owner uh, shimon used to tell me you know I, I, they've got to be cheap and we're going to sell a lot you know <laughs> make them cheap and sell a lot you could sell one for you know 200 or you could sell like a thousand for for ten dollars, you know, and you, you make a lot more money uh, doing that. So really, they've always everything I've made has has been geared from the beginning to pare it down. If I could make a puppet with one stitch mark, <laughs> you know, two eyes, there you go, it's done. You know, that's as fast. But I yeah, so I try to simplify it as much as possible. You know. Because if you're making a, a fancy, complicated puppet, of course, it's going to cost a lot of money. And then not a lot of people can buy that. Yeah. and Especially it's, it's for their cool. kids and stuff like that, if it's for aimed at children. Yeah. And so interesting. The, yeah. <laughs> I'm fascinated. I'm just like, wow. Like, it's, uh, it's kind of a purpose. Like, to they have be to be oriented. tough, you know. They have to go in the washing machine. That's it's all things that you have to think of when when you're selling it to to kids and the design. You know, the design uh, totally. thought that has to go to go through it. Yeah. Yeah. Do Do you have an advice for other builders, like uh, uh, in the as you said in the <laughs> fabric choice or in the design or uh i say do it and then do it again and then do it again and then do it again <laughs> and eventually you, your first one's gonna suck or it won't be perfect you know it's, you nothing that you do will come out good the first time you know so you have to just do it over and over eventually and the, the second time you do it, it'll be faster like when i come up with a new design oop, i i'll uh before I do the pattern and decide to cut out 500 of them, I uh, I test it out and I check and I see, oh yeah, it needs to be a bit, bit bigger, a bit smaller. And I change the pattern, do another one, try it out, mm -hmm. check out all the colors, make another one with the right colors, make another one with the same with the fabric I managed to buy, you know, because you can't find everything you want. Yeah. So anyway, so it's yeah, so it's do it over and over, and you'll get better at it. That's if you want so your own rights, you should make your own puppet. <laughs> totally. And then it's the yours. Yeah. <laughs> make your own puppet. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. And I come I from, the, yeah, the fine arts uh, aspect, not theater. So I, I yeah, making is, is my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Our artisan of, of and, the uh, yeah. 
An artisan, yeah, that's really cool. And do you have a big purpose for you, you, your company, your career with puppet building? A big purpose, like a big... Uh... For the future, like something you say, <laughs> I want to achieve this numbers of sale or I don't know, I, I, I'm figuring. Uh... Could no. be to be, to no, be sold I'm... all over. No, I don't know, something I'm big. I'm a terrible businessman. Terrible. Oh, but you see, you see. I, I do. I've sold a lot of puppets. Sometimes, I think most of the time, I didn't sell them for enough money for the first 20 years. And then <laughs> I finally figured out, okay, I should raise my prices and make a profit, maybe. And then, uh, what? So it's, yeah. I, I forgot the question. <laughs> <laughs> it was your, your big What, purpose. My big course. purpose is, uh, I don't know. I don't have one anymore. I just uh, I just want to continue making it comfortable, a nice living, you know. Like now, I manage to, uh, you know, live off it, and and yeah. making a living, making puppets is is pretty weird, <laughs> unusual, and uh, fantastic. I like it, and uh, yeah. So that's that was my my only purpose. Eventually, yeah, to live from from the building I, and yeah. Tradition. I'm self-employed, so I don't have a big fat retirement plan. So I think I'll be making puppets uh, till I die. <laughs> it is, till, it's productive. Yeah. It's, it's nice to, to create and to be into action. And yeah. And I want to know where do you see puppetry art in 10 years? Um, I'm not sure. Will it go back to the olden days? You know, things people are all crying that they don't like the CGI and they want to see things like in Star Wars and more puppetry, more more life effects and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah. I'm always hoping for a Muppet movie that will raise the people that are not into puppetry's awareness to puppets, just so I could sell more. That's my. <laughs> My yeah, wish. that's kind of true. If you have a, a movie I, about puppetry, it's influence all the sale of the builder yeah. to your kind of business. Yeah, but I think also uh, eventually, maybe eventually, something online, some artist, some little kid with a puppet is going to become the next big thing. You know, yeah, the ne the next Jim Henson or something of entertainment and stuff. You know, and I think. Puppetry is accessible to everyone to, to do that. So. Yeah. And I have a funny question I want to ask you about maybe as builders, sometimes you could be perfectionist about details or about something when you create a new concept. Do you have like some details that you say, I'm picky on the eyes or the how the mouth like what is your your perfectionist aspect where is it? <laughs> uh i always wanted to work well you know the puppet has to like uh it has to it has to you know look right at the at the person the eyes have to be placed properly i i'm i'm not that picky a person <laughs> except if it's bad or badly sewn and stuff and you see stuff but uh uh Yeah, it's like it's like making clothing a bit. You it has to be well manufactured so it doesn't rip apart and yes. uh, it, it works well and looks as good as when I thought of it. That's always been my challenge: is 
it's sometimes you have an idea, a drawing, and you make the, the original, and the original looks really great, and then you do like 200 or 500 of them, and then they somehow they twisted and something went wrong. It's like, oh no, I got these terrible puppets. They don't look as good as I want, and I can't sell them. But people like them and buy them anyway. And then I go like, oh, well, I guess it was just a personal choice, you know. Uh huh. Of uh, I have my favorite puppet here. I'm gonna jump yeah. to that. He's called Manonk. Manonk. So, <laughs> so he, uh, I used him in a couple of films, and I, I put can him give in you films. more space like this. Okay, yeah. I put him in a few films because because uh, I was trying to sell him because I made 600 Manonks. And he, he looked terrible. First, he didn't have a scarf. So we called him, my kids wanted me to call him Monsieur Caca. And I, did, <laughs> I said, well, I don't know if that's going to help sell him, you know? And then I was I, I said, oh, I'm going to make a few little films with him, like fish, ice fishing or something. So uh, <laughs> anyway, he, Monsieur Caca became Mononc. And uh, I, I, I managed to sell him, but because... But the first year I made him, I made a whole bunch. I went to did all the shows, and I think I sold three that that season. <laughs> three. <laughs> I just had to sell another six hundred. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, I made films, and and finally he got on a bit. And I, yeah. He's got character, but he's not what I wanted, you know, originally. Do you I, feel people are more attracted by something like? pretty uh, colorful or or people like colorful and stuff but they also like uh weird and <laughs> with a lot of character again my you know he's like weird he's got like a crabby face you know <laughs> nah. you know so yeah i give you terrible I so I could find the camera ah anyway so he's crabby and uh, people like that I thought, uh, like I did, uh, I did a lot of uh, the uh, this guy here, but I did some crabby ones, and they sold faster than the cute guy, the cute happy one. Oh, interesting! People like the, the character and personality. Yeah, right yeah. off the bat. And and how when you create a puppet, what makes the personality aspect you feel? It's is it the the color or is it the the form the the often the shape more the yeah. shape you know but the yeah. color helps yeah i've the past few years i've been having trouble buying like uh you know the the furs that i want you know they just don't have them in the store and that's why uh uh this guy is gray you know uh, the uh the 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 yeah it's uh, the the yes. is gray and this one I, I said, oh, well, I, I bought all the pink. I said, I'm going to make a ton of pink puppets. <laughs> it's just going to be for girls, probably. I don't know. But finally, the boys are buying them, too. So. <laughs> yeah. But I, uh, yeah, the fabric is, it's, it's strange, but it, it works all the time. You know, it, uh, you, if, if, even if I buy a, a weird color that I think is not nice, once it's a puppet, it becomes a life of its own. Yeah, and, uh, and people then say, "Oh, I like it. It's got personality." You know. <laughs> yes, totally. I think I people know. like personality in in puppet, and and um, I want to to know also like yeah, I just want to make sure because I have building question, and uh, everyone, I want to make sure we we cover the building aspect. But 
the um, yeah the the material inspire you is it happening that sometimes you just get actually inspired by the material to create the design or it's more you work with a sketch and you draw it and after you find the, the material to no it. yeah sometimes the material i let myself be inspired by the fabric you know, yeah because uh, I, i you you don't know what you're gonna find at the store you know uh -huh. when i buy fabric i need to buy a lot of it because I'm not going to make just six puppets, you know, that's not enough for a run, you know, for yeah. a sell. So I, I need to buy like a bunch of rolls and, and then I, I, every, every, I normally start like after Christmas, you know, or far after Christmas after I've got relaxed a bit and then I'll go to the fabric store and uh, try to see what they have. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes they don't have what I want, what I had planned. So I make something else. And I, I get a new fabric and say, well, okay, what am I going to do with that? Like, <laughs> I know for a fact that next year, all my puppets are going to be black. <laughs> all I have is big black shag fabric. That's what they have at that, uh, my main supplier. So I'm yeah. thinking, what am I going to make that's black? You know, that's, <laughs> there's a limit there. Just a black puppet, black furry puppet. Yeah, yeah. You will, anyway, you will we'll find. see Yeah, so we will yeah. see. And and um, do you have a puppet you want to bring to the screen, maybe uh, for the the conclusion, or maybe you can do us the the selling pitch. <laughs> the selling pitch? No, I won't do my selling pitch. I sell quite well. <laughs> There's my no. I just I showed him already though. So uh, yeah, he's got the iMac, so it's kind of fun for. I just did that for the movie. But but what is like it's with your finger that the the eyebrow yeah moves? there's a little uh, elastic in his uh, in his in his uh, eyeball let's see here's one well yeah. it's not quite the same thing but this is a pair of eyes Whoop. and uh -huh. this is the eyebrow you know it goes uh, like that but that wasn't the one I used oh my god <laughs> they, fell, they fell they're all stuck. Eyeballs and light bulbs. Uh, it's all it's, it's falling apart. It's just a little elastic and a wire like that. Wow. Boop, boop. I'd like to try to sell puppets with IMEX, but yeah. it's easy to bend them up and uh, not and and they won't last. So I need to find something durable that a little five-year-old can't destroy. You know. Yeah. <laughs> In about two seconds. <laughs> just like break it. Yes, that's part of the, the creation, totally. Mm. And um, yeah, so if people want to see more of, of what you are doing, where they should look? Well, there's DiabloPuppets.com, my website, but most people, uh, they go on Etsy now and you could buy an Etsy shop and you can see all the puppets I have there. Yeah. Uh, Etsy, Diablo Puppets. Yeah, so after and this pandemic, we, I must come to your studio and, and yes, see how Yes, the studio tour is a lot better than uh, me talking. There's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the studio tour. There's yeah. my cutting room and junk and lots of stuff. That's... A sewing machine. <laughs> Whoop. And the other sewing machines over here, okay. Yeah, full equipped. Yeah. To, to, to work with <laughs> the fabric. That's so cool. And yeah, everyone, uh, have a look to this. And we, we have someone who asked 
like it's it's interesting we were talking about that do you have any workshop in montreal in the next time so yeah we will do one but the workshop is, is it's something really interesting to to see and to to have a, a workshop tour yeah yeah and maybe you you will do workshop in the the future do you you feel you have a uh, the knowledge to uh, or the, the the love of sharing your knowledge to others i uh i'm kind of a shy person <laughs> and uh, i don't uh, but uh, yeah maybe someday i uh yeah i did it once or twice and did sock puppets with kids and stuff but uh yeah, uh, yeah maybe yeah let's see what the future yeah. is giving to us <laughs> so thank you so much Stephen. i'm so happy to to meet you and and to discover your passion about puppetry and your your way of working and your vision behind the business of puppetry thank you thank you it's so so cool so it's nice to spread puppetry around <laughs> yeah yeah the purpose yeah. so stay in the virtual studio i will just do the conclusion and we chat after you can have yes. a sip <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, okay. see, see you okay hey, another episode so cool so fun people i'm so happy to bring more puppetry more follow spot towards good talent and uh, yeah, if you want to know more about puppetry and also live streaming, as we do this podcast, we also have a part of our Patreon, those kind of workshops we do. And this one is about streaming, streaming online for clients, like, and learn a simple way to do it. So it with, it's with Tom Knight, who do uh, a lot of streaming online and He's really talented, a beautiful voice. He sing and he, he have kind of a, a good knowledge of the gear we need if you want to do online streaming. And let's see, as we were talking with Steven, maybe you can go viral online. Let's, let's give it a try. So everyone, I'm so happy about meeting you every week. Next week, we will have a puppeteer of England and another one from US. And I try also to to have other people so feel free to write to us i want to always have a, a bunch of new puppeteers to interview so uh yeah emails easy click share you know what to do and um yeah see you next week for another episode so i will put my little jingle if i'm able in my virtual studio to do that so have a good evening and see you soon good weekend bye Thank mm -hmm. you.